Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey. I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. Welcome to the first episode of my nine days of holiday magic. I finally chose a name, and that's what I went with. And some of you might be asking, like, what the heck? But I'm about to tell you the story of Holiday Magic, which was the inspiration to the name of this crazy month of tons and tons and tons of content. We're going to have an episode every Wednesday and every Sunday that is nine days in December, nine days of Holiday Magic. So I'm going to tell you the story of Holiday Magic. There's a lot. There's so much. It's, it's a wild, crazy ride. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it uh, and, you know, we'll get into it. So this is what I know about it, uh, various sources, and uh, I actually found a really great source. It was actually my last source that I found, and I popped it in the show notes. It is the first link in the show notes if you are interested. There's so much more information that I'm not going to go into, but this is like the such a wild story. And if you are interested in learning more, the link is in there. All right. So this is the story of William Penn Patrick. If you've heard the dream podcast, you may have heard that name before. Talk about that. Robert Fitzpatrick talks about it also in Ponzinomics. Uh, but this is the story of William Penn Patrick. He was an American entrepreneur and businessman, and he was the owner of the MLM holiday magic. So like most MLM grifters of the time, he started off as a door to door salesman. And while he's walking around, In 1964, he walks by a garage and he smells the smell of fruit. And inside this garage, there are two women, Helene Fly and Zoe Swanigan. uh, And their company's name was Zoline, which was a combination of their two first names. They were creating innovative skincare using fresh ingredients without preservatives. They used different herbs and fruits like papaya. And they really were sort of ahead of their time. Well, they were not interested in doing the business anymore. They decided that they wanted to go out of business. They were actually writing a book about skincare. And William Penpatrick bought their entire company for $16,250, which would be $144,986 today. He renames the company Holiday Magic and he starts selling distributorships to it. In 1965, within a year of its launch, Holiday Magic had made William Penn Patrick a millionaire. By 1967, Holiday Magic was earning $6 million a month, which is just under $50 million in today's money. But when you started looking at the statistics, it appeared that at least 55% of the product that was being sold never actually made it to any end consumers and was just ending up in people's garages unused. The former president of Holiday Magic, Benjamin Gay, actually testified that less than 10% of products sold to distributors ever really reached it to customers. We're going to go over these ranks so we can understand the Holiday Magic pyramid, all right? So these ranks are determined by levels of investment, quote unquote, which is a fancy doublespeak word in MLM for front loading. So this is based off what people purchased and invested. 
So you join Holiday Magic and you become a holiday girl. It cost uh, in 1964 $18.91, which is $156.60 in today's money, which is pretty standard for an MLM today as well. So an organizer, the next rank was called an organizer, and you had to invest between $109.71 and $501. I don't know. Those are really strange numbers, but in today's money, that's anywhere between $908.52 and $4,148.84. The next rank was a master distributor. You had to at least invest $4,500, which in today's money, oh my gosh, is $37,264.99. The final top rank was a general distributor. It cost $8,750 of investment, which today is $72,459.69. Plus, they require different trainings, which cost $250, which in today's money is $2,070.28. It's kind of wild because those numbers check out for like today's numbers, like people at the top are probably putting in $70,000. I know that in my combined time with LuLaRoe, I put in at least that. Um, so that checks out. It, it really does. Like these numbers, they don't really change, right? So that's interesting to think about and remember as we continue the story of Holiday Magic. So Holiday Magic is just growing and growing and growing. In fact, it was literally, it was the fastest expanding MLM of the era. And within 10 years, it just, it grew completely out of hand. So Holiday Magic is just chugging along, making a ton of money. And in 1972, they are sued by the California Attorney General for false and misleading advertising because they have ads out claiming that distributors can make $2,200 a month, which is like just under $19,000 in today's money. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Again, it's like, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. 1973 was a pretty bad year for Holiday Magic. In February, they were sued by Avon uh, because Holiday Magic was accusing Avon of smear campaigns using goon squads to pay off the government. <laughs> so Avon sued them. Um, and then in June of 1973, the SEC filed a lawsuit against Holiday Magic for bilking 80,000 people out of more than $250 million, which is $1.5 billion today through Holiday Magic makeup and soap. They were also investigated by the FTC and found guilty of deceptive trade practices. They were found in violation of Section 5 of the FTC Act, which is unfair methods of competition. And they were in violation of Section 2 of the Clayton Antitrust Act, which is a price discrimination act that helps eliminate monopolies. In 1974, in a congressional hearing, the FTC describes Holiday Magic as a multi-level marketer of cosmetics that used unfair and deceptive business practices in a pyramid distribution scheme. The company is dissolved. Um, yay, a win for the <laughs> anti-MLM community that had yet to exist back then. Um, but funnily enough, Holiday Magic has been cited many times as an example of consumer fraud, pyramid sales, and illegitimate businesses. And it's also used as an example in several grad level criminal justice programs when analyzing corporate scams, which I thought was really interesting. So that was Holiday Magic. And that's why this is named after Holiday Magic. But I also wanted to tell you about William Penn Patrick because this guy is just, oh my God. So like I said, he started off as a door-to-door -door salesman. Um, he was a member of the extreme right-wing John Birch Society. And he was also into politics and ran against Ronald Reagan in 1966 for the government of California. He described himself as far right of Reagan. One of the things that I thought was pretty funny is he actually called Ronald Reagan a jackass. This was in 1966, which was pretty harsh for the time. 
for a politician to be calling another politician a name like that. Um, he tried to recall the Idaho Senator Frank Church because he opposed the Vietnam War. He also fought the endless chain statute in California. It was an anti-pyramid scheme law, so obviously. He also said, I disagree with those who want to impeach U.S. Supreme Court Justice Earl Warren. I think they should hang him. And then Bruce Craig, who was the Wisconsin Attorney General at the time and who opposed the Amway decision in 1979, he says that when he went to give William Penn Patrick a subpoena, he saw a pistol on his desk and he wasn't sure if it was loaded or not. <laughs> so it's just the kind of guy he is, right? He's just kind of bold and out there. So he writes a book called Happiness and Success Through Principle, and he actually records an LP as well. And in it, he defends selfishness and he exalts personal wealth as a reflection of moral worth and virtue. So you can tell he's just that kind of guy. He also has a program called Mind Dynamics, which is a mind reform program for holiday magic distributors. And it was a program. Uh, it was basically these trainings that he had his distributors go through that they were not, you know, required to. But if you don't do them, it's your fault that you're not successful sort of vibe. So um, it was really, really toxic. In fact, it was a subject of a book called The Pit. And then that book was actually made into a film in 1981 called Circle of Power. Uh, and it was like critically acclaimed and terrifying. And people are like, this is insane if this is true. And people are like, yeah, no, it's literally true. This is how MLMs are. Uh, so I guess people have been screaming it for a long time. And a lot of people have just been like, golly gee, that's wild. There's no way that could be true. My note says that everyone at Holiday Magic was required to participate in the coursework. So again, it's like required. You know what I mean? When it's an MLM, is it required? Is it not? You know how they are. On September 24th in 1972, one of William Penn Patrick's vintage planes, he had a, a large collection of them. It was an F-86 Sabre piloted by the general manager of Spectrum Air, which was another company that was owned by William Penn Patrick. It crashed into an ice cream parlor shortly after takeoff, and um, the pilot escaped with a couple broken bones, but 22 people on the ground died, including 10 children. Um, although William Penn Patrick wasn't directly responsible, you know, it was his plane and he did let people fly it. Um, and then not even a year later, on June 9th in 1973, William Pinpatrick died in a plane crash while performing stunts in another one of his vintage jets, a World War II plane called uh, a P-51 Mustang. Uh, and he also killed um, the colleague that was in the plane with him, uh, was a director of Holiday Magic named Christian George Haggard. He was 30 years old. So that's the inspiration of why I decided to name this Nine Days of Holiday Magic. It was probably the biggest pyramid scheme of all time and um, one that the FTC did shut down and it was an MLM and uh, it looks exactly the same as all the other MLMs today, um, which is just something to think about, I think. Something to think about. Anyway, enjoy day one. This is a fun chat. I've got all kinds of interviews and chats lined up for the entire month of December. We're going to have some fun giveaways in the Facebook group. Come join us if you're not in there. We're going to have some fun stuff in the month of December. I want to give back as much as I possibly can. You guys are changing my life. I love you so much. All right. Welcome back to a, a very special episode of Life After MLM, something that we've never done before. We are live um, on my end. But I have multiple people and we are talking about breaking news. There's breaking news in the MLM world and it happened today. So I'm gonna introduce my two guests right now and we have a third joining us shortly, but we have Kat Benson and we've got Savannah Marie. Hello. Hi. It's Hello. my boo crew. Hi. <laughs> um, this is so awesome. So I'm so excited to have you guys. I know we've been talking like forever, like you gotta come on the podcast and I just, it just hasn't happened yet. So. Yeah. We will have you back individually as well to talk about your anti-MLM journeys uh, and all of that yeah. as well. But today we are specifically talking about the, the, the news 
that boo has bit the dust that black that oxygen organics the... is kaput can we say that it bit the mud <laughs> it bit the mud <laughs> it feels like a dream i was it's asleep wild. i was in a deep nap i woke up looked at my phone it was blowing up i was like what is going on absolutely i was at work today like full day i work one day in the salon so i book it book back to back and my my watch is just freaking out going crazy getting tagged and so many things and i look at my notifications and i'm like what is happening and then i check the boot we have a boo group uh, a boo chat where we're all in and it was like oh my god you guys we did it and then there was a <laughs> screenshot and i was i freaked out at work uh, there's a couple people at work that know the boo drama that follow and they were like wait what happened and i was like boo is closed and they're like oh my god congratulations <laughs> so, <laughs> half the salon was like i'm sorry what and the other half knew exactly what i was talking about so let's let's talk about that email that came out today right so before then i mean starting off with that there's a lot there were a lot of people a lot of distributors saying that it was fake <laughs> which we have since now found it's not fake it is super not fake it's super real it's super real and the lawyer the lawyer that is in charge of the boo class action even popped in and was like you guys this is super real and i'd like to welcome to the show we got our straggler i'm just kidding uh jess jess is back you might recognize jess from episode two uh, but Jess is back to talk boo with us as well. It's the boo crew. That was episode two. Wow. I can't believe that was episode two. It has been a long time, ma'am. We have come it's a long way since episode, episode two. Yeah, for sure. Are <laughs> like, we going to read the email from boo? Yeah. Would you like to read the email? I just pulled it up too, but you're more than welcome to take the reins, Kat. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right, it says, hi, with, it is with a heavy heart that we must announce the immediate closing of Black Oxygen Organics. Over the past four years, we have strived to supply you with natural organic products that we believe in and still have an amazing passion for. Unfortunately, the recent turn of events have forced us to make a very difficult decision as continuing to push forward is no longer an option. I would like to thank you for all you have contributed to make Black Oxygen Organics a company and product line that has had such amazing impact on so many lives around the world. Even though this notice comes at the worst of timing, please understand that we worked with every possible option to remain viable and continue supplying products to our dedicated brand partners and customers. We wish you all the best and thank you for your support. Carlo and Mark. I mean... <laughs> screenshots too they were people who were like i don't know who mark and carlo are it's like are you new here <laughs> what i did not see that yeah i don't like remember. actual like boo distributors or... didn't know who mark and carlo were yeah wow. yeah i think the screenshots must be in the chat i saw them somewhere so i'll see if i can find them in a minute but yeah there was there was people like i don't know who these people are it's like well, oh they're only the ceo and like the talk about denial <laughs> that's like denial on a whole nother level yeah there yeah so Ugh. carlo is carlo garibaldi and he is the i believe <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm being immature <laughs> go ahead proceed proceed don't mind <laughs> so carlo i believe is the founder and president and then mark i don't know <laughs> Mark Orange. What is with these last names here? They're Jeez. French Canadian. He's French Canadian. I think it's is it Laange? I don't know uh, how to say. I orange. don't know. It's Mark Saint Ange. Yeah. So Mark Saint Ange is the CEO of Boo or Black Oxygen Organics. The Mud Man. The Mud Man. Did y'all discuss the, the Zoom call? Roberta didn't get to see any of it. Oh shit. Um, oh man was it that was something beautiful it was so good we were all like on facetime together just like our face everyone's faces were just like perfect reactions it was amazing i have one hour recording of it it's a little bit over an hour it's with myself uh so I tried doing recording screen recording a couple other boo meetings before and it wouldn't show up with the audio um so this time I just grabbed my phone recording, recording it with video Okay. 
Um, yes. And are you going to put that up on YouTube or something? It's currently uploading. Hey, no, it's not going to hear for now. Is, I don't know. It's like this one woman. I don't know who she was, but she was going in, man. She put her hair up. She was about to take her, like, she was about to pull up on someone, like, legit. And she was like, you know, he's an ex-felon. And gosh, I don't even know if I should say that. She was yeah, yelling. It, it was, no, it I mean, it's, it's common knowledge at this point. Yeah, we can say it. Right? Common. That's true. Mr. Garibaldi is a felon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that is public record. So It is. Literally a Google search, and it, it shows up right away. Yeah, and I didn't even know about that until this evening, so I'm going to have to do with that felony's one. I didn't even know about good old Garibaldi until like a couple days ago when his name popped up on the lawsuit. I was like, what? I only knew about Mark. <laughs> no, there's a whole team of them. And yeah. the whole, they left the top distributors, it seems like, to kind of pick up. To do everything. Yeah, like they were MIA, so. Yeah, they so, weren't there. Yeah, so like what's happening now on the back end inside this company? Like, what are the distributors doing? I'm very upset. A lot of them are lying and saying it's not real, probably still, I would assume. Um, and the rest of them are probably, I don't know, crying. I don't know, taking a mud bath in their own tears. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> they're going to be real, like, they're like running out of their muds. I don't know. Maybe, maybe tonight's the night they're going to use that though, because yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of distributors on that call uh, crying and talking about how that was money for their new baby and money oh for it was so house. sad oh it was so sad i think yeah. i read one in the little chat thing someone said how am i going to pay my rent now and i i mean i, I am thrilled and ecstatic that this company is no longer but for the victims of this it is so sad you know that people like, one woman said you know like i have to tell my team like how are they going to pay for diapers for their newborn baby it's just yeah. awful Right. Yeah, and no, we have to remember, like, so many people joined this company thinking that it was the answer, right? It's an MLM. Right. It's going to be yeah. everything I ever wanted. It's going to be financial freedom. I can do this from my phone in the pockets of my day. And now these people are finding realization that it is not their own business. They don't get to do this on their own and do their own thing, that this company is now shut down. They have no control over anything. And it's like, sorry, yeah. And that's absolutely heartbreaking. Like these people didn't prepare for this. I mean, they probably should have. We've been warning them about this for a long time. Um, right. I, I hate to say that. Obviously, I'm, I'm, my heart goes out to these victims, obviously, because it's yeah. disgusting. And this happens all the time. But this is not new. This is not the first time this has happened. This happened to Vantel Pearls this summer. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember like, that distributor getting on live and being very distraught by it. It happened to Gold Canyon Candles like a year ago, too. Yeah, and, I have a uh, list of MLMs that have been shut down. And uh, Dot oh, Dot Smile shut down, I think, at the end of 2020 as well. Who? Just like oh. Dot Dot Smile, which is oh. uh, the children's clothing company, MLM, that is owned by Deanne from LuLaRoe's daughter, Nicole. That's right. <sighs> I swear that family. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's like MLMs, they, they're not your business. And here's Can't another prime example of that proof. If you want to own your own business, MLM is not the way to go. You know, I just added boo to the list. Yay. So Jess, you said you don't remember when you started that list, but like read off maybe like some of like the last 10 that you have on that list that have been closed down recently. Okay. I do have Gold um, Canyon, as stated. I have Linen World, Legging Army, Party Light, Basic Reset, Luminous, and these may not be in order. Um, I don't know how to pronounce that one. I don't know how to pronounce that one. Um, Avocare, because I mean, the company is still in operation, but their MLM branch shut down. Um, Chloe and Isabel. Sunshine Empire Holiday Magic, because that's an old one. 
Yeah, there are so <laughs> many. I actually there did, are so many. Yeah, I did a TikTok series of like MLMs that have shut down, and Sky it was videos. before I got the three minute videos. And I want to say I made like eight of them, and there were still more people in the comments going, "Well, what about this one? And what about this one?" And I'm just like, "Holy crap!" There's oh, so direct many. sellers, the wine MLM direct sellers, oh, yes. Wild Tree, Jamberry. Yeah, it's uh, wild yeah, the, how, so how often MLMs just get shut down because oh. you know they are scams and <laughs> some of them some of the big baddies like amway new skin those guys they know how to circumvent the rules because they right. literally helped write them but then right. you get people like boo and LuLaRoe and these companies that don't really you know have the ins of of the loopholes right yeah. and these are I, the companies um... that are being like just raked through the coals in social media and in the news right now but every mlm is like this now M amway and now other mlms can go see their pyramid schemes they're problematic they're selling you know disgusting bog dirt not us we're amway and if we right. were bad we would have been shut down i know that the work that all of us are doing and the work that all of us are putting out is making a difference i know i get those emails and those messages all the time do you guys get those messages all the time yeah i do yeah i do more so with the and the mlm but um specifically niched into the nutrition aspect of leaving specific kind of diets mlm diets those are my favorite emails and messages it's so yeah. validating and it feels so good because it, it really, really does. There really are some days where I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, like you get the hate comments and then like you get stressed out and it's like, or why do you care so much? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it doesn't it, affect you there. Well, that's bullshit, but like, <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, there are some days when it, it does hit a lot harder than other days and um, stuff like this, you know, seeing companies go down really validates everything and makes everything worth it truly yeah when i first became anti-mlm i had like i was really scared to come out and like say it publicly and when i after i made like the first initial facebook post i remember how it was and someone messaged me privately and said um you know i could not pay my was it like their electric bill that month because they were in an MLM and they left. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so good now. They're like, I left, you know, like, because you spoke up about it. I just didn't realize it. So it just made me feel really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's been really interesting. And like, even so in like the wake of Lula Rich, I've even gotten more messages from people. Uh, okay. One of my past guests we just did in November, her name's Elizabeth. She saw Lula Rich while she was in Young Living. Like she was fully in Young Living and watched Lula Rich and was like, uh-oh. And then found me on TikTok and found probably some of you guys as well and, and, and started watching your content and going, oh my God, like I'm part of this. Right. And she reached out to me and she said, I have to talk to you. Like finding your content, like the one content that brought her to the different content that brought her to all the other content that like introduced her to this community and she left her MLM and now she's speaking out and wants to be an anti-MLM advocate as well. And I'm like, the more the merrier, babe. That's what happened to me with Monica, uh, Monica Hayworth and, and her videos. And then also Kiki Chanel. Um, I had watched her prior to her ever doing an anti-MLM video. And the very first one that she did, it really upset me. I unsubscribed, but I still watched. And then I watched her next one and I was like, okay, she has some points. Um, so yeah, <laughs> getting, listening to other people's stories, I think is so helpful. Absolutely. Right. It helps with that cognitive dissonance, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, this is the only way like MLMs are not going anywhere. They're just not, they're here. They're not going anywhere. The only way to take these companies down is for people to stop joining them and stop purchasing their products and mainly stop joining them. Once they run out of distributors, then that's when they're going to go down. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I ask that question all the time. I've talked to Robert. I've talked to Doug. I talked to all these people, Stephen Hassan. I'm like, what do we do? How do we do this? And they all look at me and they go, you're doing it. 
it's education. It's the hard work. It's right. this advocacy. And it is a hard advocacy. Like you said, Savannah, like it's insanely difficult. I never thought like the vitriol, the hate, the, the comments, I got my first death threat and that was from a what? boo distributor. Yeah. Oh my God. They told the me boo distributors are rough. Man. Oh. I, I mean, what I mean, that they were going to like, they found my profile and then they're going to have fun, like looking into me and pretty much like saying what? that they stalk me. I, I ended well, up getting a full on security system in my house because someone threatened to ch- uh, kill my children. So. Wow. Yeah. We also just, we also just got a full on security system and I'm telling you Primerica people though, they are a different, um, oh man, they are something. (laughs) They come after me, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's something about those Hunbros though. (laughs) The bro bots. It was a guy that messaged me too. And he like messaged me on Instagram, I think. And he was like, um, you better watch what you say. We're watching you and we're going to come get you and teach you a lesson. Something to the effect. What? And I laughed and I was like, what the hell? Like, what a weirdo. <laughs> like, this is what you're choosing to spend your time doing. Like time, the only non-renewable commodity you have. You're mm-hmm. wasting it on fake death threats to somebody <laughs> who offended your dirt scam. What? Yeah, and they're not gonna. Yeah, and I can promise you that that company that they are with, they are not gonna go to bat for them like that. Definitely not. Definitely not. I was like, I'm sorry. What? I mean, weird. Carlo and Mark couldn't even hop on a Zoom call to explain right. themselves today. You think they're gonna right. <laughs> save your ass? The fact that they right. just sent that email, had that email written out, someone else sent it accidentally too early. And then they didn't, that's it. They didn't show up and discuss it. They didn't say sorry that it was sent out early. Nothing. What? It's not surprising, but. Right. It's like such a Regina George move. (laughs) Right. So mean girls. Like, I feel like she would do that. Let's talk about all of these people that, you know, three or so months ago did a pre-order on all the boo that was sold out, did this big boo pre-order that is now just out of the reach of being able to file a charge back on your credit card because you're out of that 90 day window now. And then they get this email that's like, my bad, probably not gonna happen. So all of those people are out their money, right? Because now the bank is like, it's out of our jurisdiction because you're out of the window. And Boo's like, "Mm, good luck getting money from us. We don't have any. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the Flow Knit High Rise Boyfriend Jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claim standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. 
I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet, and they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, like, since the bank is, F, like, if their bank is FDIC and they use a debit card, then... I, I feel like they will get some money back because their bank will cover them. Um, but the bank's going to want the money they cover back. <laughs> so, yeah. So the bank's going to have to go to, I don't even know now, somebody. I, I feel like, like Mark or whatever, like they're going to definitely take like the legal, you know, fall for the, for the monies that or not there if they haven't left the country by now right (laughs) i i'm sure they're in some bunker somewhere at this point they're hiding out for now right but here's the other thing is like this is not the first dirt company that mark owned like he's been peddling his mud for years this is his mo Mombi has a great timeline of everything. If he does another one and people mm-hmm. fall for it again, I'm going to just flip. I'm going to flip. Like, no. Like, no. No. Come There's on. always going to be people who buy into this woo-woo shit, though, you know? Right. Right. You're right. There's always going to be somebody vulnerable at the end of their rope who missed the boo train. Who, who doesn't in a year or train. so, yeah, is like at their wits end being like, oh my God, we have tried everything like what else is there and then you get this new hunt it's like well you've tried everything well have you tried fulvic acid (laughs) yeah did y'all see where someone said what am i gonna do now it cured my tuberculosis oh god you see that screenshot (sighs) what what no stop that is like terrifying for me that one, there are people out there that genuinely believe that contaminated landfill dirt um, cured their diseases. Uh, and then it's, it also is very sad that these people now don't have access to their magic placebo. Right. Right. Now that it's, you know, towards the evening, um, we were told on that Zoom call that Originally, tonight's plan was to have the COA's certificate of analysis uh, broadcasted, (laughs) provided to everybody today, tonight. Um, And that other distributor who was kind of fighting and yelling at some of the top distributors. um, The brown hair. Yeah, she was... (laughs) It was really funny to watch, but um, she was like, okay, we'll still do it. Like you still have tonight, still go with the plan. Like let them, let us see the COA. It's just absolutely wild to me that, that they just, they haven't even shared like any updated data. When was the last COA done? 2017. Yeah. 2017. So five years ago. Cause you know, it's just really, really hard for him to test all of that mud all the time. (laughs) I swear, man, I swear, like the more videos I watch of that man, just like regurgitating his own bullshit. It's, it's wild. And that's a standard of practice for any kind of supplementation. You want to have the certificate of analysis or have it be third-party tested so that everything on the label, you know, is in the product. There's no fillers. There's no contaminants. That's standard practice. Right. But not in MLM. Right. <laughs> Not an MLM, you know, like we hear these rumors and these stories about adulterated oils and, and young living and doTERRA and all of these things. And it's like, are we really surprised that another MLM is lying to us? Like just boldly? Well, Mark allegedly told the whistleblower, I don't know if we're allowed to say her name publicly or not. So we'll just call her the whistleblower. He got in a, like a zoom call with her. And apparently there's a recording of this call somewhere, but I have not seen it. I don't know if I could get my hands on it or whatever, but apparently he told her that the COAs that they do is just based on averages. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) Yeah. That's what he said. 
Well, I'm listen, I haven't heard it for myself. This is all what has been told to me. But uh, yeah, and she said, well, why would you do that? He's like, well, why wouldn't I? Like, we don't do things like everyone else or something like that. <laughs> like, Clearly. Wow, like a cult. Like, yeah, that's surprise. such a, wow. Yep. Like, we, I even, t- we talked about that. And I can't remember what episode it was that I talked about that with somebody. It might've been Molly Hale's episode where she's like, you know, here we do things a little bit differently. And like, that's a <laughs> giant red flag. <laughs> right. So it's really funny to like hear that. Well, around here, we do things differently right out of Mark's mouth. Yep. <laughs> it's like, no shit. You do what? Right. It's like, oh, you sell dirt to people and tell them that it will help bugs teleport out of their body because their yeah. body is riddled with bugs. Yeah. It's totally normal. Like we're some like human reincarnation of oogie boogie. <laughs> Yeah. Those people got some oogie boogies coming out of their butts. I've seen pictures of them. I've seen oh, the pictures oh. too. It's so bad. Yes. So much regret. Like, do not go into these boo groups and then ask people to see their results photos. I've yeah, seen like intestinal lining and Ugh. mucus plugs, and people are like, it's a worm. <laughs> <laughs> There literally is one where it's like, I mean, I swear to God, it looks like a straight up, like entire piece of an intestine, dude. And they're just like, look at this. They're like, they got a coat hanger, like pulling it out of the toilet. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's your intestine. Oh my gosh. Right? And then like they'll screenshot it and then other people will come in and they'll be like, I think I see a face. And they're like (laughs) zooming in and they're putting eyes and mouths. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like this isn't Sesame street. That's not what worms look like. Or linking to specific kinds of parasites or worms that it would be. Right. Or the I kind of eggs bugs that, that look like that. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't understand how like soaking my foot in it would cause worms to teleport out of my foot. Like where are the worms coming from first? Oh, you were on TikTok. You were talking about the quantum t- tunneling, right? Yeah, yeah, that's quantum tunneling. It's like, what? What's really scary and alarming to me is that children who rely on their parents to keep them safe, their parents are, are giving them supplements like this, and as well as animals too. And they have no say in what's going into their body, and they are counting on someone to protect them, yet they are literally feeding them Lord knows what. And that's you know why they do that because their fucking CEO is telling them to do it. Yeah. That uh healthcare 360 podcast that Mark was on, in that video, he literally says, like, oh, you can put it in your baby's bottle. And of course people are gonna do it it's disgusting it is so disturbing to me I mean we I think we've all seen the screenshot of that mother putting it in her child's feeding tube that's mm, yes. gosh CPS well, called on her apparently m- multiple times <laughs> like good well, what do you expect dude come on don't put dirt oh. in your kid's feeding tube how about that <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we just got a, a message in the boo chat that the whistleblower was live. Was yeah. live. Yeah, was live. It says was live. I got like, yeah, we missed it. <laughs> so we um, always- we'll probably throw that in the, the show notes too, the link to that, if it stays up, you know, uh, who, knows? who knows? Um, but we'll, we'll keep We'll keep you up to date as much as possible to this like boo stuff. I know that this episode is going to come out like a week after this happened. Um, and so I'm sure there'll be all kinds of new stuff <laughs> that has happened within the week. And we will obviously be updating um, on TikTok. And so if there's any links of updates, if, if anybody makes videos or anything in the week, I will throw all of that in the show notes as well so that you guys can <laughs> keep, keep up with it because it is really a lot. But I know there are some people out there that are very interested in this boo drama. Um, so yeah. I'm downloading Louise's video right now. So just in case it gets taken down, we can have it. You are so smart, Savannah. (laughs) She's like, I've been around the block a couple of times. Let me just download this really quick. Boo has taught me a lot about what you need to do if you want to save content. Right. 
I learned the hard way on TikTok when things got taken down. I was like, that wasn't bullying. And then it doesn't get restored. And I'm like, no, that was a great video. So I, I download every single video. Yeah. I'm like, no one is taking this away from me anymore. So yes, I learned the hard way as well. I feel like I learn everything as I like as I'm going. Well, we all kind of are, aren't we? Because I feel like the an- like this the anti-MLM thing as a movement is fairly new. We don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> External hard drive is full of receipts. <laughs> Amazing. It's like the education has been around for a long time, but no one has really been able to successfully take that information and make it entertaining and informative until recently yeah yeah I feel like that too yeah you know I love listening to podcasts watching YouTube channels watching TikToks getting information that way and it's it's wonderful I love that we have this whole boo group and that all of us are creating content and making content and educating people but we're using completely different platforms and so we're reaching a really really broad audience with this boo stuff and I really honestly think I mean I don't want to toot my own horn but toot toot like (laughs) I say say that all the time like I don't we helped make this happen yeah oh yeah for sure I mean no one person gets credit for this like all of us collectively have really done something here and it's kind of incredible. And it's like, it's so wonderful because this is the way that I wanted to see the anti-MLM community continue. For me, I don't ever want to replace people. I just want to be like, Jessica, scoot over. You know, (laughs) like let's add another chair to this table because this is so amazing. And when we work together and we support each other and we empower each other right we're not tearing women down on the anti-MLM community that's absurd that people even say that we are empowering people here yeah we're empowering other women that are stuck in these MLMs and like yeah and like we said before the only way that there's going to be a change is for people to spread awareness and that's just how it's going to have to happen it's absolutely amazing like it's actually working like we all thought, hey, wouldn't it be crazy if we all worked together and got stuff done? And then we did it and it worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, whenever I saw it, I, I did, I was like, oh my gosh, like my heart sank. And like, I didn't know whether to like cry or like laugh. <laughs> like, I was just so shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, like, wow. It helps that we have like, you know, the facts and statistics on our side too. Like it helps that right. we're the right ones. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I will tell people, I'm like, I'm just sharing facts. So like, that's your opinion. And I was like, (laughs) great. Yeah, no, totally. My opinion does go along with these facts, but this currently what I'm sharing is not my opinion. These are the facts. (laughs) (laughs) And it's great. I think that we have connected with people who are like Doug lawyer, um, lawyers who work with (laughs) the anti-MLM movement, the anti-MLM community helping us. Um, I think that just having those connections are so helpful for when we need their services. Absolutely. I made a TikTok video the other day about Boo. I was like, Boo update. And I talked about how like we basically are the little Davids going up against this Goliath, right? And this Goliath has sent letters to some of us has threatened some of us, has had their reps come after us. I've had my account taken down multiple times. Like I said, I got a death threat from a boo hun. Like I didn't receive any letters from the company, but I know of people that did. And again, we are a collective David. And I don't think boo really knew what they were going up against when they decided to pick on us. Because collectively, this David is connected to lots of very important people in the anti-MLM movement outside of us that know what's up. And very quickly, we were able to be like, wait a second, we know someone and it got handled very quickly. And now here we are talking about, you know, the company that tried to hurt us. Like, we're like, can we talk about how quickly this happened? Because (laughs) damn, Roberta, I I feel like you were the first one maybe who was posting actual content about it on TikTok, right? Yeah, because I had a conversation with Kira 
Yeah. Kira and I, we, there was the Boo is Woo groups and we had the Boo is Woo Facebook group. And I think we were talking about it. In, this was in August. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the weirdest shit ever. Yeah. And I made a TikTok like, have you guys heard? Of, like, cause someone asked right. and I replied and I was like, weird that you mention it. We literally have been talking about this this past week. Here's what I know so far. And it just blew up from there. I mean, how can it not? We're talking about dirt, <laughs> you know? Right? It's literal dirt. <laughs> it's dirt. <laughs> like you hear about, right. Like you hear about MLM selling insane things. Toilet paper. Like selling- There's a toilet paper MLM. So we can <laughs> yeah, start yeah, there. The, MLM the water MLM, but come on, dirt, like literally in your yard. Like it's not in the yard, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Jessica. It's not yard dirt. It is 60, (laughs) it is 60,000 year old bog dirt. Sorry, Mark. (laughs) Filled with the decomposition of plants and animals, including woolly mammoth, saber tooth tiger, all that kind of stuff. Um, And poo poo pee pee. And poo poo pee pee. (laughs) There's no telling. Um, They love that. I, I really was kind of sad that I didn't get a cease and desist because I would have loved to see saber tooth tiger latte in writing. (laughs) Oh, they would have. Do you think they looked on TikTok? Maybe they didn't. Maybe they don't even know what TikTok is. I don't think they did because yeah. they would have seen my countless, like I, cause I did videos and I had videos of, you know, where I put it under the microscope and that came out, like they took legal action with others after I already posted that. So I don't think that they did. And what's funny is I recorded a really amazing podcast episode with Ashley. And so we were like, so careful. Um, we did not say dirt we what did we call it we called it something and we we said instead of coming from a bog we said it came from a swamp like we were so careful and then like we like had like yeah we never named them and then this happened and yeah so that episode is still going to come out but yeah for those of the people that did get letters were they all just youtube creators as far as i know i mean and i i've already said it on instagram today but yeah i was one of them so i don't know if the other person wants to come out and say it but i can (laughs) confidently say that yes i was one of them i mean sure i will too (laughs) okay it was it was me and cat we're the baddies (laughs) it was both of them they're so bad (laughs) i didn't see your instagram today but i don't really get on instagram that much i did as soon as that screenshot hit our um dms i went on instagram live and started screaming i was like i don't like i hope doug's okay with this because i'm about to tell everybody that i got a cease and desist by this company that no longer my letter my letter was dated october 12th okay so we're like what five six weeks out from that Mm -hmm. right uh like two weeks before giving birth (laughs) yeah <laughs> right again congratulations on your beautiful baby cat just had a baby Thank while you. in the middle of dealing with a, se- a season desist from boo so um, yeah, she's literally on this podcast right now and she like she literally just had a baby <laughs> like, she's amazing a baby. and beautiful we love you she's Kat. a badass so in our boo chat they're like oh my god look at what i just got and i immediately <laughs> reached out to doug brooks and i was like doug <laughs> We got some people that need your help. And I gave the emails and we got the emails out and you guys reached out to Doug, who's incredible. And I'm like, sorry, David's got some pretty good connections. Uh-huh, like- <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. There, Doug- honestly, I don't think there's a better attorney for this matter. Doug is amazing. Was- Doug took down consumers byline and Keith Ranieri. So <laughs> boom. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, thank you so much to the amazing Doug Brooks and thank you to Mark and uh, Carlo so much for this amazing journey we've been on since August. Uh, and I just want to say, nana, nana, boo, boo, stick your head in doo-doo. <laughs> stick your head in boo-boo, maybe. <laughs> yeah, stick your head in boo-boo. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love so you. funny. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing, right? Like I've, I've been obviously a part of helping expose an MLM and we've seen 
around. So mm -hmm. for me, like, this is so cool. Cause like, I got to be a part of exposing an MLM that I actually wasn't even in. <laughs> so for me, I'm like, yes, I'm not just a bitter hun. I'm like <laughs> an advocate doing exactly. good. So I, I, this is such a huge win for the anti-MLM community and for all of us. And I'm so excited to see where this goes and how it continues and uh, who's next. <laughs> it feels so good to think about how mad they are because, oh my God, who was it? Oh, uh, the person I was talking to who was in the Zoom call before any of us got in there, I think the one who sent us the link, she said that Adam went on there and said that uh, we, we lost the haters won. Mm -hmm. I wish I had that recorded, <laughs> that part. Yeah. The haters oh, yeah. won. Wow. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's exactly what she said in my DMs, but yeah. <laughs> We're a bunch of haters, you know? Yep. You know, we hate how you prey upon people. We hate how you are selling them dirt and telling them that it will save their lives. We hate how you are harming children, women, and men. And we hate how you just continue to lie to people. And when called out on your lies, you double and triple down on those lies and then call us haters. <laughs> yep. Right hope they listen to this and if you are listening please do not start another mlm because if you try to we will like we will make for sure that everyone knows your name <laughs> and what you've done to so many people i know i for one will make sure of it do with that absolutely yeah he he's done this multiple times mm -hmm. we know your scams we've seen your scams we've experienced your scams we know exactly what you're doing and we will make sure that everybody knows all about your scams as long as you continue to scam people. Yeah. You think you're something for selling dirt. You're like, hey, I got this people to buy literal dirt. But you know what? You're disgusting for what you've done and scamming so many people. And I'm so glad that everything's coming to light now. Me too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Hi, Amanda. Amanda just popped in here. Did you want to say hi? Hi. So we're just in here chatting about Boo. Um, would you like to chime in with any of your experiences, Amanda? Um, well, I mean, we've covered quite a bit of the what they've done and what the reps done. And I know my angle on my YouTube has been more of what the reps claims have been um, versus going into like deep dives of what corporate is all about and everything. So um, I, with that, I mean, I believe I was able to dodge a cease and desist, but <laughs> I was, um, yeah, very happy to hear about the news today. Very, 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 very happy. Yeah, we were just talking about those cease and desists and how Doug came to our rescue and helped us out. So I was just on Savannah's Instagram because I just, I didn't look at the live, but I just felt the need to comment on it. And someone said that an individual actually has a boo tattoo on them. Oh no. Oh, no. Yeah. That's not surprising though. A lot of Huns do that. I will definitely post like all of the videos that we've done and all of the boo stuff so that everybody can follow everybody in here. Um, because I know, I know everybody listening to this is like, I need more anti omelim content. So please follow all of these beautiful women uh, because they make incredible anti-MLM content. I feel like there's been a lot of really good ones popping up recently too. So many amazing people. I know I'm, I'm mostly on TikTok, so I get like a totally different like anti-MLM group of people, but there are so many incredible creators on TikTok, hilarious people that are creating like hun comedy but it's still like compassion based and it's not mean and i'm just like oh my god this is so brilliant i love it i've taken a quite a, a hiatus but i do have a video that i'm still editing that i'll have come out because i am concerned and i know somebody in the zoom that we all saw well i don't know Robert, if you had seen that but um how they were uh talking about how they might just repackage relabel and you know kind of you know mark has had multiple names with this regards to this bog dirt so i do i have done a debunk of his research uh clinical trial that is posted was posted in their back office and so i do want to kind of just kind of plug that if i if i may absolutely <laughs> and I've, 
yeah, we'll put the link to that in the comment and the yeah, show notes as well. Mm-hmm. Just for me, despite the fact that they they're no longer operating, it sounds. Um, I'm concerned that he might try to, you know, rebrand and still use that article or that clinical trial as proof of what he believes fulvic acid's doing. And I just, there were so many red flags with it. It's not a, it's not real research <laughs> and it didn't prove anything that fulvic acid did. And so I still wanted to, to have that out so that people who may come across fulvic acid and want to know, or may come across that, that research, I'm using air quotes here. Um, they can kind of see that red flags and, and really take a closer look into things that are posted or trying to be used as scientific evidence or clinical trials, clinical backup that people are posting for some of these supplements so that they can really analyze, is this something that I should trust? Are there holes in this, you know, making educated decisions? That's a really great resource. Absolutely. And I think it's really important that like, if you do decide to, to use a supplement company, Mm -hmm. um, first of all, don't go MLM because they're going to be super shady and hide a lot of things, but it is important to look at the research, to look at who the doctors are that are backing this, what qualifications they have, what fields they're in, you know, that's really important that not only are you doing your own research and getting a good company, but really diving in and looking to all of that as well, because there, even the non-MLM companies, there are good and bad companies. Mm-hmm. And with supplements, like we know with Dishay and the rules that Health Canada has, a lot of times, most times, unfortunately, which is why these things slip through the cracks, you cannot, like anything is just approved and the FDA and Health Canada cannot step in and do anything until there are adverse reactions, which is the worst thing ever and just absolutely disgusting. But yes, like, Let's throw the snake oil out there, see what sticks. And if there's something bad, then the FDA can step in. Um, And so you really have to be careful because they can literally put anything in a capsule and say it's a supplement. Well, yeah. And then anyone in a Facebook group can try to pass information along like it is research or it is an evidence-based article or something like that um, to say that the supplement works. And it's really important for the consumer and the customer to you know, recognize what is real research, what is actually, you know, clinically backed versus something that is just an opinion piece. Absolutely. Absolutely. We see it so much in all the groups, you know, we're in all these groups, so much anecdotal evidence and invalidation of people and, and their bad experiences because, well, that didn't happen to me and I really like it and it helped me. So I don't believe what you're saying. So we also have to realize that anecdotal evidence doesn't mean shit either. Mm-hmm. in terms of like, this works or this doesn't work. You have to, you have to look at all the sides of this and not just one thing or, well, my friend said it was good. So I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. Right. Go, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, it just boils down to research. Mm-hmm. You know, just everyone would just research. Yeah. Not ignore your cognitive dissonance while researching mm-hmm. and not be like, Ooh, this makes me feel weird. I don't want to read this article. Like you're going to have to read the uncomfortable ones too. If you really genuinely want like a moderate result and a, and a true answer that you can base decisions off of, you're going to have to read the difficult things as well. The ones that make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the cognitive dissonance. I know it's hard. We've literally all been there mm-hmm. and we all had to push through. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but I, I promise you, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And it's, it's really wonderful on this end. It really is. <laughs> It is definitely, definitely. Well, um, I, I don't know if there's any other things that we wanted to talk about with Boo or not, but more than welcome to throw. Is there anything else that we wanted to talk about? Mark is a duck. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he is. Quack, quack. I'm just imagining all the little ducks going up the street. <laughs> that's basically it. That's all I wanted to say. As long yeah. as that's out there. Yeah. So the, the funny little inside joke in our group was like, Mark Saint-Ange sounds like l'ange, which is like duck l'ange, which is orange duck in French. And then also Garibaldi is uh, the California state fish, which is a bright orange 
fish that kind of looks like a duck. So um, he has big, the Garibaldi has big like duck lips. So it's just, it was very funny for us to be like, hmm, these little connections. We have to find the comedy in this nightmare. And it was in um, the fish and the duck connections. I have to say, if you guys are not in our taboo or not taboo group chat, you're, you've missed out on some really great times. <laughs> it's true. So real quick for anybody who's listening that has listened to this whole ridiculous thing. I'm so sorry, you guys. I know like we just talking all over each other. It's just a group chat of a bunch of people being like, ah, um, for those of you that are listening and have followed along and are like, oh my God, I need to know more about boo. What are some good Facebook groups that people can join to learn all about the boo? Boo is woo, of course. Yeah. Boo is woo. That's, that's, that's boo is woo is still yeah. up okay. and strong. Boo is Woo is still up and strong. We'll direct everybody to the Boo is Woo group. Um, That's the biggest, I think, anti-MLM one. Yeah. And, and anyone who's been in Black Oxygen Organics who wants support, who still, you know, maybe believes in Boo, but needs some support because maybe they were traumatized by this company or has had bad experiences, then um, there is the duped by Boo. Right. Uh, victims of the bog. Right. That was going to, that's the other one I was thinking of duped by boo victims of the bog. And I will link both of those groups in the show notes so that you guys can find them. And yes, if you were a victim of boo, if you are a rep who is reeling and going, how did this happen to me? What is going on? This is not what I signed up for. Please. We implore you, um, to join us in our, our mission of compassionate education-based factual information so that you can really learn what these groups are um, and what happens to the people that get really involved in them and how dangerous they can be. Uh, It's very important. That's what we do here as anti-MLM advocates. And like I said earlier, the more the merrier. If any of you are listening going, man, I want to be in on this. Like I want to help expose the truth and bring these, these things down. Like the more the merrier, like find us on Instagram, Find us on YouTube, find us on TikTok. I will post all of our socials in the show notes as well so that you can find all of us and hit us up and come join us. We we would love to have you. And really quick, I do want to say there is, um, I don't know if this has already been said, but the class action lawsuit that's going on right now with Boo and there is a an attorney that is handling all of this. And if anyone has any type of, you know, reactions from this product for them to reach out to the um, law firm that's handling it. And I have a TikTok video about it. It's the Weatherington Law Firm out of Atlanta, Georgia. And so I will also link that TikTok video. Um, it has just a little bit of information, but screenshots with the right emails and, and places to connect. So you can also find that in the show notes as well. They are still going on with the lawsuit. Let's just make it very clear that just because Boo shut down doesn't mean the lawsuit goes away, baby. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, ladies, so much for spending your evening on this, like, very impromptu. Like, I seriously text the group and I was like, let's do a podcast tonight. Who can join me? And I just post the link and those that could join, joined. But it was really wonderful. And it's so wonderful to see your guys' faces, too. Um, and if you guys enjoy this like big, wild, crazy chat, let me know because maybe we'll do more of these big, crazy, wild podcast chats because this was kind of fun. You just tell me when and where, babe. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, all of you guys. Jessica, thank you so much. Amanda, Kat, Savannah, you guys are amazing and wonderful. And you guys need to be following these women because they create amazing anti-MLM content and wonderful education-based, compassionate, loving education and factual information, which is what we really, really want to be pushing forward as we move forward with this movement. Thanks, Roberta. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti-MLM friends as well. See you next time.